have an announcement, an important announcement to make right now, and, and I think it's better to make it now than at the end of Mass. But with the, I want to thank you for, for filling out the surveys. We had 166 people fill out the surveys. That's amazing. That's quite a blessing for me as, a, as an administrator showing me how much you love St. Albert, the parish here. It's a great gift for me. For what we've, uh, I've talked it over after reflecting upon it. I've talked about it with the, my leadership around here, the, the trustees, my mentor pastor, and, and that we, we've decided that instead of having the styles of masses, different styles of masses start next weekend, at the next, this next Sunday's mass, we'll instead just go about the change slowly. We're just going to have the 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock mass. We'll just add in that mass. And we'll just go from there. Uh, we will have uh, styles later on, but just for now, to, to help get people back to church and to help them feel comfortable coming back here to St. Albert and just being coming comfortable ourselves with the change of the new Mass time, we'll just have 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock Masses here without necessarily any kind of Mass styles that are added to those Masses, with those Masses. So just to give you that... Head, heads up about the next Sunday Masses. We will still have 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock Masses here, so that'll be a change, but we're not going to have the different styles of Masses uh, within that, those Sunday Masses. So, but like I said, thank you for taking the survey. It's a blessing for me to see that. We hear in today's Gospel a saying of Jesus and he uses the word hate. He uses the word hate. Uh, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. With this word, we may ask, why does he use the word hate here? Why does Jesus use that word that's so strong, that's so shocking for us. We as Americans have, and as people do not like that word hate. In fact, that's the exact opposite of what God calls us to do, which is to love. So why does Jesus use that word in today's gospel? When referring to father, mother, relatives, and even our own lives. Well, Back, well, he is a great teacher. He is a great teacher and he uses an exaggeration to help us realize or to help us show us what he's trying to come up, get across with this saying here, this whole teaching, this whole parable. In fact, if you look at the Greek, it's the same word that we have in English. It's hate. And so he's not, he's using that word hate there. But he's trying to show us, teach us, show us a major point, and that is we need to keep God at the center of our lives. We need to keep him, we need to love him above all things, including our own relatives, including our own friends, including our own selves. And what that will look like is later on in this gospel passage, the, week, the sentence after he says, 
who does, whoever does not carry his own cross come after me cannot be my disciple. That's how loving God above all things will look like in our lives. That cross. It'll be a challenge for us. But yet, that is what God asks of us. You know, I love hero movies, and I love watching hero shows, like Superman or other ones, because it shows that they, a lot of times, will go to great depths, great, I should say, extent, to, to save that person or to save another. I love it when I see that with, with husbands and wives, the same thing. They'll go to a great extent in order to love their spouses. They'll even die to themselves, even put themselves in danger in order to love that, their spouse. Or like Superman, to love the city, the people. It's the same thing with our love for God. And I should say our love, well, his love for us at first. He loves us so much that he, he took a risk in giving us his son, Jesus. He didn't know how we would react to that, how the Son of God becoming man would, we would, would be accepted or not. But yet he took that risk and he loved us. And he's sending us his son, Jesus. And that is, and so it's, it's basically up to us now how will he lo- we love him back? And that's what he's telling us in this parable. He's saying that with this parable, he's saying in this gospel, he says, What of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Or he talks about what king marching into battle will not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him. We, he's saying in this gospel passage that we need to, well, if we are going to be a disciple of Jesus, we need to think about that. We need to mull over it and, de- and deliberate about that and not just go on a whim, not just go on, I should say, because of, of we think it might be a good thing for now or it might be a good thing for us right now. Because following Jesus does entail picking up our crosses. It does entail us denying ourselves and suffering for love of God. This is what Jesus is asking us to do, is to put him above all things, if we are to be his follower. And so today, as we approach this altar, let's ask our Lord today for the gift of being able to respond to that love that God has for us. That we may be able to deny ourselves daily and pick up our crosses. In fact, even have a familiar way of life with picking up that cross. And let's ask our Lord for that gift of being able to say yes at every moment of our lives of love for him because he has loved us so much. Let's ask our Lord for that gift of of seeing the goodness of the cross and so as to pick up that cross and follow him daily.